0: Private Practice Fan Podcast, episode number 10. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Private Practice Fan Podcast podcast my name is cliff ravenscraft
1: i'm stephanie ravenscraft
0: and uh this season premiere what season two yeah wow i'm so used to the same like season six season five of all the other shows season
1: two episode one
0: i love that music
1: it's really cool it is i never did go find find the title of this episode that i forgot
0: oh uh, why don't we look it up or somebody actually somebody in our chat room if you guys wouldn't mind doing a little research for us we would love to know what the episode title is for this one in, i'm sure it's in which something happened yes uh, in which let, let's guess in which some.
1: Naomi found her morals <laughs> no in which
0: in which Dell leaves I don't know. I, obviously, we're not good at naming titles of no. private practice, but we're back. We're
1: Stephanie, back. I it's mean, back.
0: we feel uh, you know what? I feel oh, a like,
1: family thing. That's right. I did know that.
0: It's called a family thing. A family it's not thing. in which. No, a? it's not. OK, well, that's cool. Because, I mean, the in which stuff was getting a little old. I thought it was cool. Anyway, it was cool. But, but, but now I did. A family know that. thing. So thank that's you.
1: Right. Thank you, Chef Mark and Amanda.
0: All right. It says Cliff, you still have the titles up. Oh, we'll start about twelve or ten twenty. We, we, oh, that's right. We we do want, of course. You know, we should go into this. But for those of you who are listening to the podcast edition of this, you obviously could care less. But we are starting this late tonight. Um, Stephanie, do you want to explain why we're starting this late tonight?
1: My husband got distracted.
0: Oh, come on! We had a home team Bible study group. We, in our we home. had
1: we had our home team and we were just chatting and, and we were socializing and, then, and
0: building relationships with people and stuff. Yeah. And, and I didn't realize it was nine thirty. 30
1: helping somebody with, with a computer issue. Some, and that's it.
0: Somebody asked me a technical question. A tech and then question. he
1: said, well, let's go downstairs. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then it was all over from there. And next thing I know, it's like, it's nine thirty. It's like, wait, should we be watching private practice by now?
1: Well, it was nine twenty one, And I was upstairs stomping on the floor.
0: <laughs> I heard her stomping too. So anyway, we are here now uh recording this private practice fan podcast and I am glad that it's back. And you know what this episode was not as uh not I was a little concerned about this episode. Why? Well, because the previews seemed to be that this entire episode was going to be nothing but sex. No,
1: the previews are for the season. Right. The season is supposed to be very much more sexually sexually driven right than the previous season
0: all I remember is I kept hearing about the lollipop over and over again and I'm sure that did. it I'm, I'm sure
1: it's coming up
0: I'm sure it's coming up but let, let's just put it this way I, I you know is it going to have really more sex I mean because the show obviously still had some sex in it yeah. uh,
1: I watched I watched some interviews with the cast leading up to okay. leading up to this premiere yeah and they all said they all said that there's a lot more sex. Really? Yes.
0: Oh, well. I, I mean, you know, I, I'm not going to harp on it or anything like that. I'm, I'm still going to watch the show for what I do enjoy it. And let's let's remind ourselves, uh, for those who, well, everybody that's listening to this knows that this is the spinoff from Grey's. Right. And hopefully you have enjoyed season one. Um, And I, I know that we really thoroughly enjoyed season one. Absolutely. And it was cut short because of the writer's strike. It
1: was.
0: Which was not fun.
1: No, it was not.
0: Not fun at all. But we are glad that this show did not get cut, that it is back. And I wanna say, this first episode, I enjoyed it. I really did. It it, I did. it, it seems the one thing that seems a little odd to me, and I'm just gonna oh, jump I- just jump right into the conversation here. It seems a little odd to me that all of a sudden, um uh, gosh, that, this is the thing. Is gosh, the, the, tell me which one? Um, Addison. Okay, Addison is very much upset with Naomi about the fact that she did not come to them first, and she's like, you know, you know, we're supposed, you're supposed to come to the 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 the, the team. We're supposed to talk about these things. Well, okay, I I get that. But here's the thing. It, it That line was delivered in such a way that Addison has maybe been there for years and that this is the way it's always been. But if you think about the timeline here, okay, first of all, the fact that there's only, what, nine episodes in season one. She just joined the team. And I'm
1: pretty sure they, they said they're picking up two weeks after.
0: But still, it's two weeks. I mean, come, on, that's what I'm saying she's she's not been there but maybe at most a couple months okay
1: maybe not but addison and naomi have been best friends for years so right it has more to do with their relationship than her what's the word I don't know. Me neither.
0: Her employment there is that what you're saying? Well, kind of. Her yeah. her, her partnership in the right. in the firm or whatever even, you call when it. When she went the to practice, you know, and when, the when she practice, went uh, to it's private practice. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, just like I mean, I'm getting ready to say what Mark just typed in here is that you know she did go to Sam and said I'm not the one who can do that. I'm I'm not the one who can. Uh, I don't. I haven't earned the right. Right. Is what she said. Well, so I think that that was more based on that comment from Addison to Naomi is more based on their relationship than her position in gotcha. the practice.
0: All right. So I, I I, can get that then. OK. I just wanted to say it, it just seemed a little odd. It, it, I mean, I, I hope the writers aren't like forgetting about the fact that, you know, maybe Addison's only been there for a couple months because no, that's, the, I don't think so. that's that that is the timeline here.
1: Right. I don't think they would forget it.
0: Because we're I mean it, it, this isn't one of those skip forward things like right. we're in a new season, we're a couple of months ahead or a year ahead. I mean cuz in the, the the connection there of course is with this law enforcement guy. I mean she's still being you know, she's still just met this guy, this this police officer. And that would of course was last season and so it, it, they didn't jump ahead as Maybe two weeks, but but nothing more than that. That's all. I'm just saying, not okay. not really. It, it doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, Kim. Kim is telling you. Kim just, is just saying what two weeks. I said. Exactly. Addison I, I, said two weeks have gone okay. by and he didn't call.
0: Okay. Well, I just meaning
1: wanna... that that her and Pete delivered the the.
0: So what do you think about the the, the situation baby. that um, Pete is that his name? Pete. Pete. Pete's in two different situations. Uh, now actually, Pete had three situations. Pete had. His friendship with uh, Violet.
1: No, you're talking about Cooper.
0: Okay, Cooper. Yeah, forget about Pete for a little bit. Uh, Cooper.
1: <laughs> Pete's only problem is that he acts like a 14-year-old boy when he's around Addison.
0: Yeah, a poor guy. So, um, I think he's still grieving the loss he, of his wife.
1: he drinks a lot because of it. Does he? I think he knows he wasted his chance.
0: You think so? hmm Yeah. So, Yeah. Anyway, let, let's get to Cooper. Cooper had three things going on. Cooper, and that was let's see. Number one was he had an issue where he is lying to his best friend. Yep. Which their relationship's already a little funky now that he's seen her naked. Uh, you know that that does change things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, there was one thing he said to the 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 young boy, uh, what fifteen year old boy?
2: I think Fif- so. Fifteen. Yeah. Anyway,
0: he said something, he's like, listen, you know, once you, once you go there, you can't ever go back. You're on the other side, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I wonder if that had anything to do talking about his, um, relationship with, with Violet. You know what I'm saying? No. What do you mean? No.
1: I don't know what you're saying. Did
0: you hear what I'm saying? Or were you distracted by all the sex talk and the, uh,
1: they weren't talking about sex. They were talking about puke.
0: Oh, Yum. (laughs) wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So so okay, what I was talking about Stephanie okay. is he was advising the boy not to have sex, to wait. Yes. Because enjoy the time before. Right. Get to know each other because once you go there, it it it's different. You yeah. you don't go, you can't go you can't cross you can't back. Go back. You're you're there together and, and you can't go. And so I I'm wondering if some of that advice comes to how he's now feeling with Violet. I mean cuz obviously they had the whole friends with benefits kind of discussion and But they never
1: went through with it. They
0: never went through it. but the fact is, is he seen her naked. He has. And so and I don't
1: it, think it had to do with that. I think it had more to do of something that he is maybe missing from his relationship with Blondie. What's her name? Charlotte? Charlotte. Ta, ah, here we go. Charlotte. I love the chat room.
0: Gotcha. So I don't you have think to be maybe my- <laughs> So you mean you think it has more to I that, think
1: he wants the, He wants... Something more. Something more out of his relationship with with Charlotte than just sex. But because they went there first, it's going to be harder to Ah. build on something.
0: Okay. I I can see that one as well. Very cool. All right. Or it
1: could just be a mixture of the two.
0: Right. Well, the thing is, is that... um, Oh, gosh. Chef Mark. (laughs) Anyway, um, we won't we won't repeat that one. <laughs> so, Stephanie, let's talk about the scenario where Cooper found himself in with his decision. I mean, I, I, I'm thankful that I would not be in a position such as he, you know, where he's got to ho- withhold information that is just there are some
1: serious serious moral dilemmas in the show. That's what some that's gray what the sh- areas. This
0: show likes the gray area stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and for somebody who like me, and I admit that I like black and white. Yeah. Uh, you know, I it it's sometimes <laughs> it's sometimes crazy to to have to sit there and watch some of this stuff. It's like, what am I gonna say? And w- at what point during the podcast will I officially uh, claim to have inserted my foot in my mouth? So anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna try not it's to. Do usually,
1: that. it's the part where you say, "Hi, I'm Cliff Ravenscraft."
0: <laughs> Thank you, babe. <laughs> I love that vote of confidence from you.
1: I am kidding. I know you are. I am kidding because even I was sitting on the couch watching some of these scenes and be like, I don't want to be on either side of of this dilemma going on. But so you're talking about Cooper and obviously with the patient um, confiding in him that he wanted to have sex.
0: That's correct. And,
1: And him knowing his medical history that he has HIV, but his parents not telling him.
0: Right. So I... You know, number one, you know, 15 years old, knowing what we know about teenage sex and all this other stuff. It, I think that prior to age 15, you if, if you're going to hold that information from your child until you think that he might be uh, there, you you would think that at this time they would have already told him.
1: I think so. And. I'm sure tons of people will send lovely feedback, but I think that the parents are irresponsible for not telling him.
0: I think, oh, w- without a shadow of a doubt, I, I, I definitely honestly, deal.
1: I do. Um, as a as a parent, obviously, you want the best for your child, mm-hmm. but withholding such life altering information is not really helping them,
0: right? Yeah. no i i i i totally agree with you i in f- fact you and know, even
1: when even when he was explaining to the parents that you know you need to tell him he's going to want to have sex, and I get that we all want our kids to be kids forever, but in our super sex driven culture it it's not likely that they are going to be right you know and i just think it was completely irresponsible on the parents part well and that cooper did the best that he could
0: yeah i think he did in fact i think it was smart of him to you know finally get the you know just bring them all in together unfortunately it took him you know a, a little while to think of you know maybe the best way to approach this and he brought them all in but a day too late obviously right
1: and you know mark says in here that You know, the dad did express concern that the HIV positive kids, you know, have been beaten up, but they can tell the kids without, I mean, obviously I don't know anything about dealing with a child with HIV.
0: This is correct. And so we throw that out there as a disclaimer. I'm just going to say that,
1: but I'm talking about television. Right. So in my world, you would, I would think that you would be able to tell your child and not have to have it, you know, announced over the intercom at school. Right. You know, isn't there a private way to deal with it?
0: Yeah. I, I would think, I think there is a private way to deal with it. and and Except and in the like case that.
1: where, you know, he's wanting to have sex with his girlfriend. And then you have to trust that. I mean, number one, if he already knew he would be making a decision that. That was based on knowledge, you know, maybe he would decide, you know, telling her this information is not worth the the um pleasure that that sex brings which most first time sex doesn't bring any pleasure you know so it's is it actually worth it to to share my secret and and to tell people to to have that that experience with my girlfriend right well the thing is, is
0: if he would have known and and if he claims that he really does love this person then then he probably would have not. So, exactly. anyway, uh, Chef Mark wants to bring up a topic here. So let, let's see what Chef Mark has to say. Chef Mark, you're on the line. Go ahead.
2: Hey, yeah, Steph. I think the mom said at one point she said she really wanted him to have as as long a time as a child as and the innocence of that because she knew that the knowledge would make him uh, have to deal with all these adult issues and health and worry and concern. Um, so. I think that was she had said that at some point like she just can't we just extend this a little longer and Coop said hey kids are having sex by 15.
0: Right.
1: 13.
2: 13, yeah. 13.
1: He he talked about a a pregnant patient at 13. So I'm i mean I get where the mom is coming from because obviously I want my kids to be I want my kids to be kids as long as they can. Except for on those rare occasions when I'm wishing it away. Right. <laughs> you know, but um but it, I don't know. Well, here, honestly, I don't I don't. Here, know.
0: Here's what I think about that, because I, I do recall them saying that uh, they wanting your kids to be kids for a long period. But there comes a time where you are not talking about sex and and the birds and the bees and, is
1: not keeping them kids, but keeping them naive.
0: Yes. Uh, for example, I mean, we 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 did a podcast in the My Crazy Life feed. You talking about this one. I know, in like every show. I know it. it <laughs> it's way back, like episode number three or something. Right. I, somebody would probably know, uh, but anyway, it was called "Sex and the Vagina," mm-hmm. and it talks about the fact that you know we've already made a point that with our kids. Uh, we use words like, and, and I apologize if you have, well, no, this is the private practice fan podcast. You should kids not, shouldn't be listening, your kids should be listening to this, but, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, <laughs> the chef Mark says it's close vagina my, my nice. log.
1: no, I was on that too. It's but, not a monologue.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, we we already use uh, proper words mm-hmm. for vagina and penis and all the other stuff. <laughs> we and had a so... friend who
1: turned pale. Oh, yes. Which was great. Yes. The 24-year-old woman who turned pale when we used the word vagina in front of her.
0: Yes. And, and... The came inside and says, Mommy, my vagina hurts. And, yeah, she was just <laughs> white as a ghost.
1: It, it really, I laughed because she... I mean, literally she, she lost her balance. Yeah, She lost her balance and took a step back and turned all yeah. pale. And it was just, it was, to me, it was funny because I don't think any other way. But, you know, our kids know as much as they should know for the ages that they're at. And actually, Megan's probably coming to an age where we need to sit down and talk a little bit more because her body's starting to develop. And, right. you know, so there, there's a little farther we need to go. But But when I was pregnant with McKenna, Megan was five. She was very interested in how that baby got in there and, and where it came from. And so that I explained to her that, that and granted, she was five. So this is how I explained to her at five, that when a man and a woman wanted to have a baby, and because this is what I believe I encouraged her to think that they were married, when a married man and woman wanted to have a baby, God designed their bodies in such a way that they come together and the man's sperm leaves his body and meets the woman's egg and it makes a baby. Mm-hmm. And she gets that. Yep. You know, right. She gets that and she got it at five. So I'm thinking that at 15, this boy needs to know a little bit something more. So I don't know.
0: Right. Who exactly. It, well, that, I mean, well, the thing is, is it, it obviously because he didn't know he was de- definitely a 15 year old boy with raging hormones that of course you know was was very dangerous I mean to at least not to know and and to have everybody f- fully understand what's going on there right uh, I, I would I'd like to say that this show I really love the fact that as a doctor Cooper did keep his confide- confidentiality. He did. He did. I, I love that he, he did not... I mean, I, I really love people who stand for ethical values. Mm-hmm. And 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 even... Man, and it's real tough, especially in the situation where he it's like, ah, oh, th- this is a gray area. But he still stood for his values and his principles, and, and he did not do anything. But, but he found a way to bring them all together. And then... It, <laughs> What? I am so sorry. Someone
1: in the chat room wrote, my daughter at five asked me what she needed to do to get a baby in her tummy. And I told her she needed to get a PhD. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. And that's probably what I'll use when my next daughter turns five.
0: There we go. So anyway, I forgot what I was saying. But oh, I, I love the ending. I love that he brought them together. I mean, it, you know, everybody was upset with him, and you know, really, there was not, there was nothing he did wrong. In, no, in, in, in but my I opinion. understand
1: the boy feeling betrayed by him.
0: I don't. Because he has, I don't. Uh, it, that I, I understand the boy's ignorance of the fact that it yeah. wasn't his decision.
1: Okay. And in that being upset with him. Right. But he came around and he came back and he brought his girlfriend and her parents. And
0: that was awesome. That was really cool. Because you know what that shows is, I guess, it, 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 well, yeah, it in does. In a way it shows it, maturity. It, it, it shows responsibility. Yes. It shows responsibility. Absolutely. Which
1: he would have been had he known in the first
0: place. I think so. The and dad, so. I
1: wanted to punch in the face. Yes, exactly. But, um, so let's go to another great area. OK, if you want. Sure. Because this episode was full of them with the cases was the mom who
0: who is harvesting a blood for her sick child. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't want to be on either side of that one.
0: Well, I tell you what, I, I really don't think that, you know, Addison, I think, again, stood for some moral high ground there and, and some ethical standards. And I really appreciate and value everything she stood for in as a doctor in this one. Naomi, oh, man, I, I love her. I love the actress playing her. I love her character. But my gosh, they really laid it on us on this one. Now, they you did. know, does she have a lot of pressure? Does she have a lot of stress? And do do financial pressures and stresses cause us to have a lack in judgment from time to time? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the whole thing, though, is that, man, that is, wow, that was a big decision. It
1: really was. It and, really and, was. and,
0: and, 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 you know what, if it, it I can understand if it was, if, if in her mind, it wasn't a big decision, what?
1: I, just, I love when you get excited and you can't get your thought and you're like, if, 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 and I love if, 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 All right. so in a, I just, we'll I like to you. watch you get worked up like that.
0: All right. <laughs> what I'm saying is if hmm. she didn't see it as a big idea if she didn't see it as a gray area as Addison, if she understood the pain and she really empathized and for some reason her in her own moral standards and values, it did not seem to go against her and she made this decision and she, and it was the 80,000 and then and, and it's like, well then it's a, I mean, I can somewhat understand that. But the fact is, is she even admitted cause I did it even though I had my own reservations, even I went again, my paid the own,
1: $80,000.
0: Exactly.
1: And that's what it had. And chef about. Mark says
0: in there is like and, all, she, all she saw was the $80,000. And you know what? She was desperate. But, and, and so the question is, is like, where is everybody else? Why is she in charge? Why, why is she the one right. who has to make everything happen? And so, um, Yeah. Anyway, uh, but uh, man, when when you look at that, of course, the thing is, is by no means do you induce labor at six months. I mean, right? Addison was right. Yeah, Addison was right. Well, I can't say. I mean, I, I, yeah, I. We agreed that she was right.
1: As a mom, I agreed that she was right, and um, (laughs) never mind. Um,
0: the thing is, is number one the. You know, she was. You know, I can never. I. I, I never want to imagine what it would be like. Oh, to have a child that is sick like that and needs something, but but how does that become an option? I don't know. You know, and and of course that that whole you know, and I don't want. I definitely don't want to get into politics in this show. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to start talking about stem cell research no. and and all the other stuff and and I don't even have a full thought out philosophy on the entire thing. I it's just it's just too much to go into here and and I don't want to cause division in our community. So I definitely don't want to go there. But all I'm saying is that wow. That was that right there but was then a decision. And when she came in,
1: I I loved Addison when she came in after the mom had, you know, broke her water. And she comes in and she's like, look, I am the best chance you have. Do not lie to me because I will leave all three of your lives in the balance.
0: Yeah. Do you, you think know? she would have? No. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> not
1: for a second. I don't. I think that that Addin, Addison took, what what is it? And don't they take an ethical oath?
0: A Hippocratic Oath? Yeah. Yes. Which is yeah.
1: what I meant. But anyway, um, she she has an oath to uphold. She has. Yeah. She couldn't leave yeah, that baby there. No.
0: So here's the thing. You know, let, let, I mean, obviously the show. Told oh, us the I was story not. The, I
1: was not. Beth says that I was happy that the mom uh, was concerned about the welfare of the baby after she was born. I was not. Because you cannot carry a child inside you for six months. Totally disregard of their well-being. Yeah, and then suddenly
0: you cannot poke a knitting needle in your six-month-old's life, you know, life-sustaining. And then be concerned? No, I.
1: Yeah, but I will say, I will say this: that they had the best special effect.
0: All of the baby turning color when the baby
1: got its color back was that not like the best?
0: That was clearly cool.
1: it wasn't a real baby, but <laughs> you know, even I know that, right? But, um, when you know, because the lips were all blue and I, the skin was purple, and would she push that? And
0: Addison's got started it started to get it. She she so said it in this episode. Uh, what is that child going to do when she finds out that she, that her only purpose for being brought into this world was What's, to save her brother's life? Absolutely you know and 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 to and and what if that child finds out what her mom did to risk her life yeah. i mean wow wow
1: that family's got issues but that's yeah. for another day
0: of course of course the thing is is what about what about the miracle of the fact that i did save my older brother's life right. so i'm mean, i don't know i don't know it depends know. on
1: if they end up being close or not
0: yeah oh yeah no doubt <laughs> i mean and of course the seven question seven years is,
1: is a big gap between kids
0: I, of course, the question is how old, you know, how much will these kids really know about about all the scenario, what's going on? So, um, anyway, what else do we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about Dell? Dell. Del. They they kind of I can't recall completely how they left off last season, but all he all I re- her. did he kiss her. He was her?
1: going after. He was going and, after
0: her. But didn't he like w- what's his name? Um, sh- Doctor Feel Good. Sam, Sam, thank you. So anyway, uh, didn't didn't Sam and him like have it out? Yeah, and and now all of a sudden there wasn't like any tension between Sam and Dell.
1: You didn't feel the tension. There's like tension all over the place. Well, I felt the tension, <laughs>
0: but no specific Dell, Dell and Sam tension.
1: Well, that's because. This episode started out, Sam's in control of his woman.
0: Is that what it was?
1: He, he's he got confidence.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. He's,
1: he's in control. So
0: is, is Del gone, do you think? No. Good. I don't think. I don't think so. I think he adds a lot to the story. Mm-hmm. And uh,
1: I did. My favorite part of the whole episode was in the beginning when Addison and Naomi were on their cell phones. <laughs> Addison says, What are you doing? She says, I'm supporting my eating disorder.
0: Yeah. The, <laughs> the first standing scene. In
1: a Standing in a sea of of chocolate. Gotcha. That I can relate to. All righty.
0: So. Cop. The copper. SWAT guy. Yeah. SWAT. Yeah. Showed off his little. Yeah. His uh, SWAT little uh, label there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, obviously, what else do we want to talk about? I, I, Violet. As, you know she's still way out there way up in there she didn't have a patient in this episode
1: that's why they are broke
0: <laughs> no doubt
1: <laughs> well i don't necessarily think that sam just needed to barge in and take over why couldn't it have been yeah i don't more think that was handled
0: a, well at all
1: more of a team effort more of a
0: you got to you have to compare. i mean
1: there there's a way for him to save the business and you know Rekindle his marriage all at the same time, yeah, and that wasn't the way to do it,
0: right? Well, here's the thing: number one, Addison was wrong, I believe, for telling going to somebody else. I think that she should have instead asked. She should have went to to uh, Naomi and had a further conversation and urged and and at least said, "Listen, if you don't, you know, i you know this. I'm a part of this practice, and and." you know well, yeah, she we'll came ha- down I'm here to have do, to say something
1: right she came here thinking that that would make good television i know um addison came here thinking that she was going to be doing something better i think
0: what do you mean better we'll be right with you chef mark
1: the whole um One patient at a time, investing in the lives of the patients. Uh, yeah, I think that yeah. she thought she was doing something better. Right. And that she knew that her 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 best friend was hurting and was a little lost. So I don't think that she was... Necess- now, if she would have went to Pete or Violet or Cooper, she would have been wrong.
0: Right. I don't know. I still think she was wrong. I think she should have went to her fault I don't
1: because the she did go to her.
0: She should have went to her again. Okay. That's all I'm saying.
1: Okay. That's
0: fine. I, I don't think she exhausted that. Okay. That but avenue. I don't think
1: she was wrong in going to Sam. Because that practice is just as much his as it is Naomi's. It started it together.
0: Okay. 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 Anyway. Chef Mark, you are unmuted. Go ahead.
2: I have to disagree with both of you. I think that she oh. had a fiduciary responsibility to go to the whole team, uh, apparently they're all they're all partners in this practice, so they all own the practice, and therefore they all have a duty uh, as far as the, the financials go. And uh, And Naomi essentially has been practicing fraud by not sharing the information with those people. So, you know, from a legal sense, yeah, I mean, if you were talking about, like, a, a family secret or something, I would agree with you. But I think from a legal and, and financial sense, she had the duty to to let it out. I mean, yeah, Naomi's going to be angry with her, but sorry, you don't get to be angry after you've just sort of you know Screwed done up. this irresponsible thing. That's that's down to the bottom line on everyone's financials. There,
0: absolutely. Well,
1: if they are all if they're all partners and they're sorry, <laughs> they're all partners, then shouldn't they all be responsible for the financial trouble? In, in in making it up now?
2: Well, that's the whole part that I think is very unrealistic is that, first of all, like, how could it possibly get to the point where they don't know? I mean, exactly. come on. You know, I mean, that's that's the television part. That's the Shondaland part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're getting a little Grey's there, you know, that these that these eminent uh, professional doctors mm. are so clueless that they're, right. you know, on, on Grey's Anatomy, it's that they're so clueless about, about, like, relationships and on private practice, it's that they're so clueless about their money.
1: That I don't buy. Not at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I wonder if they'll bring in some politics now that they're talking about refinanced loans and stuff. I
1: don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Yeah, I if those fancy doctors in L.A. need a bailout. Then, yeah. <laughs> there you go.
1: But, you know, the whole the whole theme of this episode was about them being a family.
0: That, yeah, that's the thing. It, and right. They Naomi
1: even closed with her, it again. Her secret, so
2: maybe they'll re-edit the video. Our dysfunctional family will take <laughs> care of your dysfunctional family.
1: That'd be nice.
0: No doubt. That would be nice. Alrighty. Well, I'll tell you what. We are going to move on to some listener feedback. In fact, uh, of course, this is the first episode back, so the only feedback I have is from June of this year. Sweet. <laughs> June of this year. I've been waiting for a f- private practice podcast uh, to put this in. But let's see, I think it was Seth from Venice, California.
2: Hi Cliff and Stephanie, this is Seth from Venice, California and I'm calling about the private practice show. I was at
0: my favorite coffee shop in Santa Monica recently, Infusion Cafe and they had actually kind of closed down the shop for the day and had barricades up around it so people couldn't pass by and cameras everywhere and it turns out they were shooting a scene there for the season premiere next season's premiere of private practice now i don't watch the show so i can't give you any information on who's there
2: or what the plot elements were but i just thought you guys might find that interesting take care i love the shows bye
0: well seth thank you very much i don't know if you're listening to this podcast seeing as how you don't probably watch the show so uh but anyway we do appreciate you giving us that uh feedback so right. that's very cool What did he say, a cafe in Venice, California?
1: Yeah, his favorite cafe.
0: His favorite cafe. That would be nifty to go and see. Would you stop scratching at that? Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. So uh, anything else anybody else wants to bring up, go ahead and hit request to talk. Uh, By the way, those of you who are in the chat room, uh, feel free to dial into the telephone line. Uh, We're going to wrap things up here in just a moment. If anybody else doesn't have anything else that they want to add, is there anything else uh, while people are thinking, if they want to dial in or if they want to uh, request a talk in the chat room or anything like that,
1: I don't think so. Not for me.
0: I think we cover. We have. Well, let's Perfect. see. We we had Violet. We talked about her just briefly. I mean, she was yeah. just being crazy. Oh, she
1: know, she's on to Cooper. Oh yeah, of the whole monkey comment.
0: Yeah, the monkey comment from Charlotte. She I'm kind of go touch the monkeys. Yeah. Uh, so so we we talked about her. We talked about Naomi. Obviously,
1: <laughs> what was oh um. Different show. Um, I recently watched um, Made of Honor with Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. And in the in the movie, um, his character is referred to as an emotional retard. Like, he has a hard time expressing his emotions to people. And that's how I would describe Charlotte. <laughs> like, she can't handle the emotional part of things. I gotcha. She is, she's really having a hard time Getting over that. I'll take a vacation, but it's got to be somewhere close that I can get out of easily. You know, she doesn't want that connection.
0: Well, you can tell that she is actually desiring a deeper relationship with him as well.
1: But it's going to be hard for her to get.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think she's going to
1: have to go get all whole and healed.
0: Do you. Oh, would it not be funny if her therapist happened to end up being Violet? (laughs) Oh, that would be a, that would be a funny episode. You have to imagine
1: because it would be, um, what's that called? What's that called? Um, conflict of interest because she's Cooper's best friend.
0: That's that's true. So anyway, um, let's see here. So we talked about Violet. We talked about Cooper. We didn't talk about Pete very much. Pete, Pete Pete didn't have he didn't have
1: a patient. The only thing he's pining away for Addison, um, He 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 missed his chance. Were
0: there were there only two patients in this episode? That just the just the young boy. I I think so. Which really he quote unquote wasn't like a a a a, like a like a medical case that that required a lot of medical attention kind of stuff.
1: No.
0: So I mean, it's just just the baby thing happening.
1: Yeah. Beth is typing in the chat room. Pete said, I don't wait two hours. Well, apparently he did wait two hours and she didn't show.
0: <laughs> oh, when Addison didn't show. Yeah.
1: I remember, he went to her house and knocked on the door and right. She wasn't there. Apparently he waited two hours. But how did it.
0: he miss out? Remind me of this. What? When did he miss his chance? Because weren't they supposed to be on a date and he didn't and she didn't.
1: He stood her up.
0: He stood her up.
1: He stood her up and he went to talk. To Violet, Violet about, about they were going to try to have a baby before his wife died. And Cooper came over to talk to Addison about, um, about Violet or something. I don't know. Anyway, so he missed his chance because then the cop guy came in and, you know. Very cool. I think he's going to sweep her off his
0: So uh, let's see here. We're going to go ahead and wrap up real quickly. I just want to let people know uh, if you have not listened to anything since the last episode of the private practice fan podcast, things have changed a little bit around here. Uh, Stephanie and I are producing quite a few more shows than maybe we had ever produced before. And so we want to encourage you to check out some of our other shows. We'll be talking more about those in the future. But uh, we do have a lot of other great shows like uh, The Full-Time Mom, I think, is probably one of the best shows on our network. And Stephanie and her best friend get together and talk about wonderful issues, all related to women, and uh, it's just a really great show. And you can find that at fulltimemompodcast.com. And uh, the other thing we want to let you know is that we also – Uh, podcast full-time now this is our career this is what we're doing and uh, a couple things have changed around here and we do have a thing called plus membership where if you are a plus member you get all of our content uh unrestricted un unleashed it's all there and uh, there are special feeds you can subscribe to where you get every single episode and the private practice pod uh, fan podcast is going to be one of these uh podcasts where every other week we will release an episode here in the free feed And those who are PLUS members get every single episode. And so we want to let you know that. And uh, we have a special. If you become a a PLUS member, a charter member in 2008, by the end of this year, you will get a uh, discount uh, 50% off your first three months. So there are details over at gspn.tv slash PLUS. And, of course, just like Seth from Venice, California, uh, left his message for us, we want to hear your thoughts, your feedback. And, Stephanie, do you want to tell them what phone number that they can call to get that information in here?
1: Yes, 859-795-4067.
0: And we also take uh, emails, and that email address is?
1: Feedback at gspn.tv
0: that's right and so uh, for you on the west coast I know we record this right after the east coast um, viewing and so we just want to say hey we want to hear from you guys too we'll put it in our next show we'd love to hear about you or about your thoughts (laughs) or both or both yeah tell us about you too All right, we'll talk to you soon